0: Hello there and welcome into another edition of the Intersection Podcast with conversation highlights from the Meeting House on Faith Radio about a variety of topics, including news, information, and lifestyles approached from a Christian worldview perspective. This edition of the podcast features highlights of conversations at the Fall 2021 Christian Product Expo at the St. Charles Convention Center outside of St. Louis first it was an incredible conversation that actually involved four guests and carried on for over 45 minutes. I talked with Daryl Strawberry who was the speaker of one of the nightly sessions at CPE. He was there with his wife Tracy and together they provided comments relative to their lives and ministry together. Then Lee Weeks, who is the co-writer for Daryl's latest book and is working on an upcoming release with Tracy, shared about his interaction with the strawberries and discussed his work with Decision Magazine, an outreach of the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association. Plus, Lee had introduced me to Tom Toner of the ministry Hearts at Work. He shared about the importance of chaplains in a corporate setting and the work that he does. And on this edition of The Intersection from Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the Fall 2021 Christian Product Expo in St. Charles, Heather Carter shared her story as a survivor of leukemia and how God walked with her during that ordeal. She also relates how he continues to use her to encourage people to address the diseases of the soul. Her comments are coming up as well. This is The Intersection, a production of The Meeting House. I'm Bob Crittenden. Well, at Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the Fall 2021 Christian Product Expo in St. Charles, Missouri, I had the chance to sit down with former baseball great Daryl Strawberry, as well as his wife and partner in ministry, Tracy. They shared about their heart for ministry and how they are able to strengthen and encourage one another. Coming up, you'll be hearing from the co-writer of Daryl's book, Turn Your Season Around, How God Transforms Your Life, Lee Weeks who is also assistant editor of Decision Magazine from the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, who's also involved in collaborating with Tracy on a book. Here now, from that
1: CPE conversation, are Daryl and Tracy Strawberry. God would call me 14 years ago to start preaching the gospel because I stayed, you know, I stayed disciplined. And you kept your focus. You focused not on man, you focused on God. You focused on the living word. And I think those were important ingredients, ingredients for me to be able to, uh, Put inside of myself and keep inside of myself just like I was when I wanted to be great at baseball. When I wanted to be great, I know how to train myself to be great. So I had to do the same thing coming back into the Word of God. I'm never going to be great at it, but I had to train myself to be disciplined mm-hmm. and I had to train myself to obey it. And so there's a part that you have to play. This didn't happen overnight. God had to sit me for years. You know, Tracy was already developed. God had to sit me for seven years in church in the back of the church growing and learning while Tracy was already there growing and had so much knowledge and he made me sit. And I was like so bitter and chapped and mad at her. And she was always happy going to church and she wanted to hold my hand and I didn't want to hold her hand. I was wondering why is God not speaking to me? And he speaks to her. He says, well, because she knows who I am. She takes notes. She's got a pen and a pad every time she comes into church and she not only takes the notes, but she goes home and study him. And that's when I realized that I was not doing the things I needed to do to get to where God wanted to get me. So I had to shape up my game. I had to get into action, mm. and I had to start participating in, you know, the development of being discipled, which discipleship is so critical for so many people, why so many people never move forward, because they don't know the Word of God. and And they think, you know, well, God is just gonna send down a, a magic something, you know. To, that's just gonna there's <laughs> gonna be a poof, and yep. you, all of a sudden you're gonna be different. No, that's not the way it works. It, it, he's um, he's very patient, you know, for those who are are, are willing to, uh, you know, sit it out and sit on the sideline and and develop themselves. And I think the development part was the most critical part for me to bring me to a greater understanding to become a man, not a baseball player, not what we achieve from an earthly standpoint, but from a man's standpoint, and I think that's where so many of us go wrong, because we think we'd be, a, yeah, well, I got to be a man if I'm successful, and yeah, that's true, You, you will be, but can you live according to what God is calling you to live by? And that's that's the real challenge for every man. Can you live to that?
0: Oh, wow. Awesome. Great words for us today. Daryl Strawberry joining us here. He is the co-author of the book, Turn Your Season Around. Lee Weeks, a co-author of that book, as well as forthcoming book from Tracy Strawberry, also will be joining us here in the next few minutes. This is The Meeting House here on Faith Radio from the 2021 Christian Product Expo in St. Louis. All right, so Tracy, there is a, a tremendous responsibility that, the, that you all have, and it's important that you teach that, or that you stay strong in the Lord. And that you also are involved, I think the husband and wife relationship can speak so powerfully and the accountability that comes from a marriage relationship for making sure that each of you, the other, is growing in the Lord and staying strong. So how does that operate in the Strawberry House?
2: Well, that's a fantastic question considering we travel a lot and we spend a lot of time apart but many couples do nowadays because both both mm. cu- both parties work out of the home so whether you're on an airplane or you're just driving a car you have to be mindful of your spiritual walk I I love to preach about taking responsibility. Each and every person has to own their own faith and we have a responsibility to respond to the Lord and use those disciplines that my my husband was talking about and be disciplined in the word of God because when you're disciplined in the word of God it's a relationship that is created with Jesus Christ that you desire to have. It will draw you out of bed. It will lead you into prayer when you when you don't want to pray. The word of God will draw you. So staying faithful to the disciplines, even when you don't feel like it or when you don't want to. Practicing the disciplines, taking responsibility for your faith. And your marriage, you have to know that your marriage is a diamond. It is, my husband is my gift. He is my blessing. And you learn to cherish one another and he's very, very strong. And even when Daryl was not at his best, I could see the man that God created him to be and not the sin. And in order for us Mm. to stay in that place in that position. We talk about the Lord. We pray. Daryl leads this family. He takes his rightful place. Our marriage is also walked out according to the word of God.
0: Daryl and Tracy Strawberry of Strawberry Ministries here on The Intersection. You can learn more by going to findingyourway.com. Next up, At Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the Fall 2021 Christian Product Expo near St. Louis, Lee Weeks, assistant editor of Decision Magazine, published by the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and co-author of the book, Turn Your Season Around with Daryl Strawberry, as well as an upcoming book with Tracy Strawberry, shared about his interaction with Daryl and Tracy and talked about some of his work with Decision Magazine and his own website, here now, some material from that conversation, it's Lee Weeks now.
3: Yeah, the, the opportunity to partner with, with Daryl really opened up a whole new realm of ministry for me that I didn't realize was possible or that God was calling me to, and it's it's stirred up uh, a desire and a longing to, to leverage those writing skills and abilities more intentionally to point people toward Christ, to, to edify and build up the body of Christ, to encourage, And disciple uh, new believers, and I'm doing that now through uh, uh, a weekly blog post that I do at my on my website at lee-weeks.com, and it's called the Weeks Weekly Blog. Weeks 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 Weekly, Weekly. and in that I I write about how culture uh, intersects with with God's word, faith and culture in the intersection, and how do we apply the word of God to our daily lives to to maneuver through uh, this life and and fulfill God's calling on our lives. And so I'm enjoying putting that weekly blog out and and encouraging people through the written word in that form as well. If people are not
0: familiar with the work of Decision Magazine, you did the story on Daryl Strawberry. I guess that was quite some time ago. So when you look at at content, obviously I, I guess every edition will have, say, a transcription of a sermon. By Billy Graham, you'll probably have some content from Franklin Graham in there. there. One of the things I like about the magazine is that there are short articles that talk about, as you mentioned, these areas of faith and culture. And, and what's going on in the culture and how we as believers in Jesus Christ need to be vigilant and stand on the power of God and, and his word in confronting some of these cultural challenges. Plus, you'll see a lot of familiar names who have contributed uh, writings and, and you have the opportunity to, to contribute content, whether it be, I guess, a, uh, a story, a profile of an
3: individual or, or perhaps other content as well. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that I find amazing, it just verifies the 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 power and the authority of Scripture and, and God's Word and its claim to be alive and breathing. And that is when you can, um, and we do, every, as you said, every issue, we'll pull a sermon that Billy Graham preached four or five decades ago, and it's just as applicable today as it was then. Mm-hmm. And, and you say, why is that? Well, it's because the gospel is alive and breathing and it speaks to the human condition in the same way then as it does now. And um, so, yeah, it, it's a joy to to uh, work with some of the great uh, biblical preachers and theologians and writers around the country that contribute to our magazine every month. And then, uh, you know, to follow uh, the main primary issues in the culture that affect our faith. Issues like religious liberty and the sanctity of human life. In fact, in the upcoming Supreme Court season, mm-hmm. they're going to be dealing with some very cases that will affect religious liberty and, and could potentially overturn Roe v. Wade. That's a, that's a crossroads that our country is at. And so uh, I would encourage everyone to be in prayer. About the U.S. Supreme Court and the decisions that are going to be forthcoming with the cases that they're going to be entertaining in their next season. So, what's the latest at the Lee Weeks blog? The weeks, what is, week? The weeks, weeks weekly? weekly. The yes. weeks weekly. Okay. Yes. Got to give a shout out to my daughter Lydia. Gave me the idea for the name of that. <laughs> but uh, good deal. Yeah. This week, you know, even this week, I wrote an article uh, comparing about what it means to be, you know, you hear the word woke and are you woke? And this idea of uh, wokeness, this being awakened to social injustices, uh, in our, in our culture. And I juxtapose the idea of being woke to the call to be spiritually aware and awake. Mm. And, you know, uh, Paul writes in First Timothy to his protege. He warns him about the signs of the times when people will become lovers of themselves and they will, um, children will turn against parents and and uh, the wickedness that prevails. And, and what Paul writes back then just sounds like the signs of the times of today. And so, you know, the, the question to the body of Christ and believers uh, from his word is, are we spiritually aware of the signs of the times and, and sense the urgency that we have to point people to Christ, to live for him? Lee Weeks here on The Intersection. You can find
0: out more by going to the website lee-weeks.com. The Decision Magazine website is decisionmagazine.com. Well, this is The Intersection Podcast. It's a weekly production of The Meeting House. You can learn more by visiting the Meeting House homepage at meetinghouseonline.info or by going to the programming section at faithradio.org. You'll find a link to the Media Center, the place you can go to listen to or download full conversations with recent guests featured here on The Intersection Podcast. There are also links to the podcast to the Media Center, as well as to the iTunes feed. You can learn more through the homepage. Also, there are two blogs accessible. One is The Three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community, and the other is The Front Room with devotional thoughts and commentary from The Meeting House. And you can follow me on Twitter at Access The Meeting House Facebook page. Plus, there's a link to video content. Again, that website address is meetinghouseonline.info, or you can go to the programming section at faithradio.org. Content from the Meeting House program can also be found through the Faith Radio app and a variety of podcast platforms, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn. Learn more when you visit the Meeting House homepage. Well, Lee Weeks introduced me to Tom Toner. He is founder of the ministry Hearts at Work and author of the book Hearts at Work, How to Powerfully Practice, Passionately Pursue, and Purpose purposely persuade by your faith. Here now from that CPE conversation, giving some insight into corporate chaplaincy is Tom Toner.
4: I'd like to call it pastoral care because yeah. I'm a trained pastor. So you go in and you go right where they are, right where the workers are and you interact with them and build trust. So you can share the gospel and share some hope with them right where they're at in the workplace.
0: And tell me, tell me about what kind of access when you go into, whether it be a large company or a small company or whatever, how does, how does a business or a company actually connect with a chaplain and what sort of access do you have?
4: That's a great, that's a great question. What you do is you really get with the owners of the company and you build a relationship with them and you talk to them about reaching out to their employees. Usually if they're Christian business owners, they really want to extend uh, the love and the care that they have for their employees. So, I'm an extension of the owners, actually, what they're, what they're thinking and how they're caring for employees. So, so, you meet them and then you go out to the work site and you see them every week and you interact with them and then you're their pastor for their families. It's 70 to 80% of them don't even have a church home, they're mm. not going anywhere. So, they go to work, they go home and that's it so we just give them some hope and yep. you have a book that is
0: forthcoming you I also do. have a ministry and yes. the names are the same yes
4: hearts at work hearts at work Hearts at work uh and the, the, i think what it started with was just a testimony of what god how he changed my life a number of years ago and so that was the, that's the beginning of the book and then i've got some cases over the years that were significant enough for me to change, change the way I do things and change my life in a lot of different cases. So that's in the book also and then I end up with some leadership uh, principles for leaders and supervisors at work so that they so believers at work will just kind of be a chaplain like I am and and serve God right where they're at. So how would you
0: describe the pressures Hmm. And I know every workplace is different. There are unique challenges of each workplace. Yeah. You mentioned that perhaps you, you've you had the opportunity to go into companies where 70, 80% of the people to whom you minister are people that are unchurched. Yes. So it sounds like to me, it's a great evangelistic field. What do you hear back from people? What what are some of the issues that yeah. you are encountering as you go into the American workplace?
4: That is an absolutely great question. The issues are the same throughout. People issues. I'm talking about relationships. I'm talking about marriages, wayward teenagers, financial issues. All the things that are inside the body of Christ in the church are also outside the body of Christ in the workplace. So the issues are the same. They're human issues that uh, need to be dealt with one way or another. And all, all we do, really, all I do is give them a way to deal with it with hope. Hmm. and speak hope into them and so I'm able to share the gospel but the the issues are the same as every inside and outside the church but the people inside the church who trust in Christ uh, have an answer and outside there's no answers yeah. so we're trying to we try to give them an answer and then we do that by trust they got to trust me before I'm able to share.
0: So really That's as far as point. your approach you're you are initiating relationship yeah with the hope that you will be able to steer the conversation to the gospel. Absolutely. You're 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 in there to build trust, to build yes. relationship. And out of that relationship, yes. you have the opportunity to initiate gospel conversations. Absolutely. Is that is that a that's meh, fairly that's fair. fairly ballpark uh, it, figure? It was, here, was, i I got to use that baseball terminology here with, since Daryl Strawberry was, was just baseball, sitting in that yes. chair. So, uh, <laughs> I,
4: I think that's a very fair uh, explanation. One of the things that I've heard in the past uh, in the ministry that I was at for a long time was, if, it's uh, Jesus had a uh, incarnational evangelism. He built relationships with people while he was on Earth, and it was rather quickly, uh, but and the, but he got their trust, and then the, they told him what was going on, and he already knew it. <laughs> but, And I, I don't know it until they tell me, So, but when I do, then I'm able to go through the crisis with them because it really is m- some major crisis.
0: Tom Toner here on The Intersection. You can learn more by going to the website, heartsatwork.com. Finally, on this edition of the Intersection Podcast from the Fall 2021 Christian Product Expo near St. Louis, it's Heather Carter. She is a blogger and has taken her blog posts detailing her cancer struggles as well as her struggles with soul diseases and placed them in now two books. In our conversation at CPE, she shared about her second book entitled Soul Selfie, No Filter. Here now from that conversation is Heather Carter. When you look at your physical cancer, and then you talk about these other cancers, these cancers of the soul, mm-hmm. if you will. I know that there, and something that I like to explore periodically, is how the diseases of the spirit, this, the the old nature, the flesh that Jesus died to set us free from. But we have sin. Mm-hmm. He died for our sin, but yet it still rears its ugly head. It still manifests. It's, it's still part of us. Mm -hmm. So therefore, are these spirit and soul maladies, do you find that they're any way related to physical maladies? Or is that something that you really cover? Is there a relationship? Oh,
5: yeah, I definitely think there is. And I think we all at some time or another are struggling really at any given time with the disease of our souls, with the diseases in our bodies, and a lot of them are intermingled. Um, they can affect the others. Uh, I remember my sister-in-law, sister-in-law said one time to me, it's like God used cancer to root out a cancer in you that has nothing yeah. to do with cancer. And I was like, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. He definitely opened my eyes to some other things that I got going on that needed to that needed some treatment.
0: <laughs> so let's let's talk just a bit about how God actually did that. How did this disease provide an opportunity for the Holy Spirit to expose to you what was going on in your mm-hmm. heart, of her, heart of hearts?
5: Mm-hmm. Well, I think, you know, when you go through something like cancer, you're 100% sure there's nothing you can do about it. So that was one of my first eye-opening things was the, how can the control that I was trying to exude to everything thing around me and everyone around me and realizing in cancer, you, you know, you can't do anything. And I'm, you know, I can usually figure most things out and I try to get them done without God because gosh, you'd hate to bother him. But (laughs) with cancer, you (laughs) You know know that you're going to need to bother him a little bit. (laughs) People
0: don't have that attitude. Do they? Do they really? (laughs) You think? Yeah.
5: So I think, you know, there's a lot, um, cancer just showed me my desperation for god showed me um opened my eyes to all these other things that um could kill me too yeah. if i let them if i let them yeah.
0: heather carter joining us today here on the meeting house on faith radio about to release the second in her soul selfie series subtitled Hashtag no filter. Mm -hmm. And we will have more Heather Carter joining us today here on the Meeting House on Faith Radio from the 2021 Fall Show, the Christian Product Expo in St. Charles, Missouri. So tell me, just to, to interject here. Tell me how you're doing physically. How's you know? You had the the cancer diagnosis back in 2015. Tell uh-huh. me just a little bit about your healing journey and how you're doing today.
5: Yeah, well, I'm, you know, I'm doing great today. My health is good. I'm in remission. I, you know, with leukemia, this this is going to sound maybe crass, but you're either with this particular kind, you're either done or you're dead. There's not a lot of in between with leukemia. I mean, you're going to either beat it or you're not. There's It doesn't usually linger for years. So I think I've got past the dead part and I'm doing great. I don't have any, I don't go to treatment. I don't have any um, infusions or blood, you know, it's all good. You know, I feel sort of back to normal, except for all of those other things God brought up that I need to be focused on.
0: The plagues of the soul. Yep. So tell me about maybe one or two of those plagues of the soul that you brought up in that first book.
5: Um, well, I think you, when you go to my blog site, uh, there's, they're categorized by themes by now because there's about 400 blogs in there. Oh, my and goodness. And the common themes that you'll read about, they're, you know, if you click on um, control, there'll be a slew of things you can read about that. You can, uh, worry and anxiety, fear, uh, image management, jealousy, resentment. Boy, that, that's a big one. That's the one God's got me working on. And for every one of those, there's an opposite. You know, I I never leave people just hanging, like, oh, I'm so mad. You know, there's always resentment, and then the solution is forgiveness. There's image management, but, you know, there's a solution. Finding your identity in Christ is your solution for that. You know, control, surrender, you know, there's, there's a solution, and God's got those. We just have to choose to live in them, and that takes continual effort.
0: Heather Carter here on The Intersection. You can find her online at heathercarterwrites.com. Well, we are nearing the end of this week's edition of The Intersection podcast. It's a weekly production of The Meeting House, and you can learn more by going to meetinghouseonline.info or by visiting the programming section at faithradio.org. You'll find a link to the Media Center. That's where you can go to listen to or download full conversations with recent guests featured here on the podcast. You can also find links to the podcast through that Meeting House homepage to the Media Center as well as to the iTunes feed. Two blogs are accessible. One is The Front Room with devotional thoughts and commentary from The Meeting House, and the other is The Three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community. And you can follow me on Twitter and access The Meeting House Facebook page. Plus, there's a link to video content. Again, the website address is MeetingHouseOnline.info or you can visit the programming section at faithradio.org. Thanks for joining me for this edition of the Intersection Podcast. I'm Bob Crittenden.